Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 54 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Our show today is brought to you by Tech Reputation. Tech Reputation offers IT business owners a simple and effective way to manage, acquire, and market their positive reviews online. In addition, the online dashboard includes the ability to enter your company details once and have it published automatically to over 60 directory and review sites and keep it updated, synchronized, and without duplication. For a 14-day free trial, visit techreputation.com TSB for 10% off your setup and monthly subscription with a no-risk 30-day money-back guarantee. That's techreputation.com TSB. It's also brought to you by Tech Site Builder. Tech Site Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean, professional, and effective website up and running for your IT business. Save time and frustration with Tech Site Builder. Also, just introducing a new integration with Tech Reputation so you can display your Tech Reputation reviews on your Tech Site Builder website. Learn more and sign up at techsitebuilder.com. On today's episode, I have Frank Bravada, who is a fellow MSP owner and president of MSP Speakers, and he's going to talk to us about leveraging public speaking to grow your IT business. How do you get started? What's the best way to close sales at the end of the presentation? And where are the best places to speak? Plus, he'll tell us about the nationwide speaking tour he's about to go on and how you can do the same thing in your own business to grow your client base. All that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. This is the place to be if you work or own an IT services business to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also catch our live stream on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the Tech Site Builder Facebook page. Click the following tab and then select See First so that the live stream will jump to the top of your newsfeed every time we go live. Also, uh, we have the Computer Business Marketing Newsletter. If you head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and sign up for the newsletter there on the website, there's a big box right at the top there. You can put in your info and uh, you will get the Computer Business Marketing Newsletter sent to you every week. And it's basically a digest of uh, curated posts from around the internet about marketing your business, internet marketing, offline marketing, networking, how to get clients, uh, you know, copywriting, emailing, SEO, website, all that stuff. Uh, we put it in the newsletter for you. We also have the latest podcast episode in there, some uh, helpful posts from the Computer Business Marketing Facebook group. And uh, uh, we end all of the uh, newsletters with a tip of the week, uh, just some kind of quick little tip that you can take away and uh, help you with your marketing efforts. So the um, the topic today is going to be all about public speaking. And on the show today, I have Frank Bravada. He is uh, the founder of Cyber Brigade, which is an MSP based in New York. He's also the president of MSP Speakers, which is a training firm dedicated to assisting MSPs to become the authority in their marketplaces 
and to leverage public speaking and group-based selling to massively grow their companies. And that's kind of what we're going to dig in, into today, how to use public speaking to grow your company, how to use it as a marketing tool, how to use it to build authority, build leverage for your business. And I'm really excited to uh, dig into that with Frank today. But before we do that, just want to uh, give you a quick shout out for our first sponsor, and that is Tech Reputation. Tech Reputation offers IT business owners a simple and effective way to manage, acquire, and market your positive reviews online. And that's the key word there is positive reviews, because we all know how easy it is to for people to leave reviews for your business these days. And and you've heard the stories. I, I hear it in the Facebook group a lot where sometimes you'll get a review from someone who hasn't even like used your services. Maybe they saw your your logo or they, you know, had a run-in with you outside of your business and they decide to leave a bad review because they just, you know, that's the only place they could vent. And uh, that that doesn't look good for your business. Uh, that doesn't, you know, that's not a good look for um, for you. Uh, and it might not even be any of you know your fault or any of your doing. And sometimes even with the best intentions, you try everything you can, you jump through all the hoops you can, and a customer still isn't 100% satisfied. So what what uh, Tech Reputation will do is they'll kind of they they kind of work as a buffer between you and the customer reviews. So when you have a customer complete service with you, you send them to your Tech Reputation portal, and then that portal asks them, you know, did they have a good or bad uh, experience with you? If they had a good experience, then it'll forward them to leave that good review on one of those review services that we know, like Google, Facebook, Yelp. It's got dozens of different services you can have your customers leave reviews for you on. Um, but if the if the service wasn't good, then instead of sending them to a review site, it sends them back to you. So it, it gives them the opportunity to leave a message for you that you can then interface with them, try to help make them better. Because a lot of times when you get a nasty review, you're not expecting it. You thought maybe the service went okay, but the something the customer didn't like, maybe they didn't tell you about it, or maybe you didn't think it was that bad. But then, uh, you know, they were going to be ready to leave a bad review. So instead, you, you, you capture that, you get a chance to go back to them and, and fix whatever was the issue. That's the big piece of tech reputation. But there's also lots of other cool things it does. For example, it has a single dashboard where you can see all of your reviews uh, in one place. So all of your, you know, your Google, Facebook, Yelp, all of those different reviews, all in one pane of glass. So you can see, you know, how you're doing across all these different aggregated review sites. Uh, you can see maybe where you need to get some more reviews um, and where if you have tons of reviews on Facebook, then maybe you need to focus on Google, something like that. So it gives you that information that you otherwise would have to go digging around the internet to find. Another cool thing that it does is it looks at all of your citations around the internet. And a citation is basically just where your business is mentioned. Uh, this happens a lot in directories, you know, local directories or business directories. Um, and it's going to crawl the web for those and make sh- and then give you a report of all of those different citations so you can make sure that your information is up to date in all of the different places online. So all of this stuff is wrapped up in a low monthly package. You can find out about all of that if you go to techreputation.com slash TSB. Uh, and at that page, um, Ramey over at Tech Reputation has been kind enough to offer everyone who listens to this podcast a 10% off his service. So just go to techreputation.com slash TSB. You can take advantage of that 10% off, which is off of the setup fee and the monthly fee. So it's 10% off across the board. It's an awesome deal. Definitely check it out. I think you'll like what you see. 
The other thing I forgot to, I almost forgot to mention, it's, it's the big news, is that Tech Reputation now integrates with Tech Site Builder. So we've brought in Tech Reputation's um, review, uh, dash, uh, review listings. So you can list all of the different reviews across all of the review sites and have all of those review listings on your website. And with Tech Site Builder, it's just a click of a button and it shows up there. Um, and that's all integrated with Tech Site Builder now. So if you're a user of Tech Site Builder, check out Tech Reputation. If you're a user of Tech Reputation, check out Tech Site Builder. They work very well together. And we thank uh, Ramey and Tech Reputation for being a sponsor, a continued sponsor of the podcast. All right. So let's jump into the featured interview here uh, again, uh, just to let you know, um, as a reminder, because I just said it at the beginning of the show, but in case you're tuning into the live show late or you like to skip through the commercials, which, you know, that, that happens sometimes in the podcast. Um, my guest today is Frank Bravada. He is a technology expert. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's a, a big public speaker, a best-selling author, podcaster, and uh, this one is uh, is a cool factoid as well. He's he's a big veteran supporter. Um, he is the president and founder of Cyber Brigade, which is an MSP based out of New York City, uh, and they assist companies all over the country in fueling their explosive growth through technology and digital marketing. He's also the president of MSP Speakers, and that's kind of what we're going to focus on in this episode. Over at uh, MSP Speakers, it's a training firm dedicated to assisting. MSPs to become the authority in their marketplace, to leverage public speaking and group-based selling, uh, and massively grow their companies as a result. So, uh, Frank, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. All right. Been a fan for a while. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, no problem. Glad to have you. Uh, this is this is a topic that we haven't really touched on much on the show, and I'm really excited to dig into it because I think it's a big untapped uh, area of marketing uh, and it doesn't, it's one of those kind of, you know, it doesn't cost a lot or if anything to do, but you can get big results from it. But I think a lot of people either are scared of it or aren't sure how to get started. So uh, I'm looking forward to kind of unpacking all of that in that, in this episode. Uh, before we do that, if you can kind of just give folks a little bit of an idea about your background, uh, how you got mixed up in this crazy world of, of IT and MSP, and, uh, and then a little, a little history about your public speaking as well, if you don't mind. Oh, absolutely. So I got my start in IT, actually, in the military. I joined the Army in 2000. Um, I was lucky enough, they put me in the Signal Corps, which is the Army's version of IT. Um, I immediately took to it. I was always good with computers, and it just made, made sense for me. Um, when I got out, I uh, used my Montgomery GI Bill money to actually go to a tech school, get some formal training, and of course, the Army... Even in 2000, we were still running Windows NT4 servers. That's how backwards and behind the times we were. But really, it gave me that opportunity to just get the experience that I needed, get myself a good job. I was halfway through the tech program. I landed myself a job at an MSP in New York City, and I, I was my eyes were opened. I, I saw the wonderland of how awesome you know IT support could be. And from there, you know, I was with the company for about five years. 2008, the economy started tanking, and in the spring of 2009, I was laid off, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, I was a terrible employee. <laughs> I have that whole entrepreneur you know, mindset. Yes. It's like, why do I have to punch a clock? Why do I have to fill out my, t my tickets when it's the same ticket I closed 20 times? You know, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was the worst technician, but while I was there, I was learning how to be an MSP, and when I did get laid off, I'm like, look, 
you know, you don't want to come out to Long Island. I hate this community in New York City anyway. Can we rip up that non-compete and part as friends? And we did. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Three weeks after I got laid off, I started my company. At the time, we were a new millennium technology services. It, it sounded cool at the time. And uh, I wanted to be the next geek squad. I, I wanted to do residential MSP. Yep. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking. I, uh, <laughs> I drank heavily at that time. Um, I, I kind of wrapped my head around, you know, going after the business clients after I developed a little bit more confidence. And uh, things went really, really well from there. Um, 2009, we opened our doors. Uh, 2010, I, I met uh, Robin Robbins. We started using her marketing. And, and we grew steadily from there. Um, everything went really well. We rebranded in 2016. Um, new Millennium had kind of gotten a little dated. Everyone's like, well, it's not the New Millennium anymore. <laughs> it didn't sound cool. Right. So uh, we worked with a consultant who helped us with our branding. And uh, we came up with Cyber Brigade. And it kind of leverages my military experience. That's nice. what we were really Im implementing for our clients anyway. We're very SOP driven. We're very procedure driven. And it really just made a lot of sense. And people really took to it. And then um, fast forward to last year, and uh, we were growing steadily. We are actually Robin Robin's genius a month in February last year. Things were going really great. But I, I still, I was getting tired of the whole meeting one-on-one -on -one with, with prospects who, who don't have budget. Half the time, they're just price shopping you to go back to their existing you know, IT provider. Mm. And I really wanted, I wanted to do something different. And I, I looked at all the different ways we could possibly grow this better. And I stumbled across public speaking. And public speaking scared the crap out of me, part of my French. I, I didn't want to do it. I'm the typical MSP. I'm introverted. I, I don't want to be the center of attention. Even when I go to like a meeting like the ESCII group, I, I go down to a networking hour for like half an hour and I run back to my hotel room. Right. That's just how I am. So I, I was not naturally a good public speaker, but I found a couple of coaches. I really built up, you know, that confidence by doing it and by, by building out a, a, a system for myself. I found that if I knew what I was going to do, if I practiced my system, I knew I, I could do very well. And one thing I started leveraging was group-based selling, where instead of just going and you know spitting out all this information at prospects, we would go and we'd sell something, whether it's a, a network assessment or something small to get our foot in the door. Hmm. And it, it really started working. Our, my big breakthrough was this past January, I brought my way onto a stage. Um, it was a local uh, association having a event. And for $5,000, they would give me 15 minutes of stage time. Well, I, I turned the $5,000 into $60,000 in less than an hour, and I was hooked. I'm like, this is it. This is the future. I hired a marketing manager with a lot of uh, event planning experience, and we're going to be doing one to two events every month around the country wow. just because it, it, it's so amazing for us. We've really, we've really uh, pulled back the throttle on all of our other marketing. We're doing a lot of digital, uh, a lot of direct mail, stuff like that. And it was always like forced. We were always like chasing people. This way, through through public speaking and becoming the authority in my marketplace, I find our prospects chase me, and I like it a lot better. Let's just be a little more choosy. Pick who we work with, who's gonna, who we're gonna be able to do a good good job for, and who's gonna be the kind of client we want to pick up the phone for. Instead of having those clients where the phone rings and none of my texts want to pick up the phone because it's like, oh, they're gonna yell at us for something else, or oh, they're gonna complain about an invoice and all that sort of right. stuff. Yeah, and I think I think that's that you know that's a great that's how how to how to market effectively is to, uh, to put yourself out there 
whether it's public speaking or a podcast or, or even blog articles or something, because you get your personality out there and then the people are going to be a good fit for your company and your personality, which a lot of times that's what it is. The best clients are the clients who, you know, don't give you any flack, who you get along with, who the communication is good. And a lot of times you can attract those types of people after they get to know you and they get to meet you. And what better way to do that than through public speaking? Right, that's, exactly. That's great. They, they see all, all, like, and when I'm on stage, I'm very open, I'm very honest, I'm very vulnerable. They see me, the good and the bad. So it naturally draws those people who like me and who are like me right. to me closer. And it pushes away the prospects who I'm going to naturally not have a good fit with anyway. And it just makes things that much easier. Right. By the way, first of all, thank you for your service. Second of all, um, you joined the Army the same year I joined. I joined in 2000 as well. Oh, really? So that's that's funny. Um, yeah. uh, so and I'm I'm still in the National Guard actually. So it's uh, it's been uh, gosh, how long has that been now? Wow, eighteen years. That's crazy. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So let's let's go back to kind of the beginning when you first wanted to kind of dip your toe into public speaking. Um, how and and this is this will kind of help others who who haven't quite done anything with it yet. How do you get started and how did you get started? Uh, where did you find like your first public speaking event, that kind of thing? I, uh, I actually, I, I went on YouTube and I looked for public speaking coaches. And okay. what I really, I, I stumbled across a couple like Brandon Burchard, a couple of the, the big ones um, in the industry. And, and I, I just studied all their materials. Just going to YouTube, you can get a college education in a couple yeah, months just really? by just by concentrating, taking good notes. And uh, it, it's amazing what's out there. But, but yeah, but from there, um, I happened to go to a Dan Kennedy event. And Dan Kennedy's the king of marketing, as everyone knows. And at the event, there was actually a company called Speaking Empire that was, that was holding a free lunch. It was a kind of event where it's like lunch on your own, all that sort of stuff. And I walk out in the hallway and there's these big footprints in, in the hall that say free lunch this way. And you follow these big footprints and it's a presentation where they're selling public speaking training. But it was the coolest thing. I huh. literally sat down. I'm, t- I'm sitting in the corner. I just want my free lunch. I'm like, all right, I'm not buying anything. Uh, obviously, there's a pitch here. Right. And I sit down and this guy who's become my mentor and a very good friend of mine, he literally closed half, half the room on taking up a, a, an application to, to work with them. You know, they're very choosy about who they work with. And from, from there, I went on and I spent a lot of money with this company since yeah. then. And, but it was just amazing to see in a room, probably about 80 or 90 people, at least 50 people got up and ran to the back of the room to, to sign up for a, a free like consultation. It, it was the most amazing thing. And right wow. then and there, I was like, this is what I need. This is, you know, he got you so You want to have that effect on other people. Exactly. Yeah. I want people that jazzed up to work with me where they're going to run thinking that, you know, we're only going to be able to take so many clients at once. That was his pitch. We can only do like 40 consultations at this event. Right. So happy you weren't going to get it. So get your butt, butt to the back of the room. And it was the most amazing thing. I'm like, wow, how do you take that and leverage that for, for, you know, the MSP space? Because nobody's really doing it. Right. There, there's no public speaking trainers that are really just for the MSP space. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so you, you started uh, kind of doing some self-training and then, uh, and then did you start 
speaking right away or did you, you said you, you looked at, you got a coach at one point how yeah. did that, that timeline kind of work out? <laughs> I wrote a big check and I was still terrified for a year that I didn't even go down for training. Um, <laughs> I, literally, I literally, I, I sat on it and it was, you know, it was, I, I had made the monetary commitment, but I hadn't really, I hadn't broke through my barriers that were causing yeah. me to, to freak out about it. So finally they called me up. They're like, look, we're having a training. You paid all this money. We need you to get down here and do it. And I did it. And then I was hooked. I did one event, like the, uh, the training package we bought was four different modules. Each time I had to go down to Tampa. Well, I did the first one and it was amazing. So then the next three, I did back to back to back. And I, I went through the entire training probably in about eight weeks. Wow. And it, it was it was six weeks down in Tampa when I was away from my business and all that. And luckily I have a good team to kind of run things. But from there I was I was jazzed up and that was that was in the beginning of December. And like I said, I bought my way onto that first stage in January and then I was done. I, I made a lot of money and then I went back, I took that money and I bought the next level of membership with with uh, this company because they have like a a mentorship and mastermind uh, group where they've trained some of the biggest marketers and public speakers in the industry. Hmm. Uh, the first event I went to, uh, Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels was there. Uh, Forbes Riley from the Home Shopping Network was sitting next to me. I didn't even know who she was. She's like, how do you not know who I am? I sold $4.5 billion <laughs> worth of stuff. And I'm like, I don't watch much TV. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and I was in the room with, and the funny thing was, I'm in the room, and three of the people there, I bought stuff from on the internet. And uh, I was like, yeah. I'm in the right room. Right. So, you know, and then I really, I just started making so, some uh, connections. I got myself in, onto a couple of the stages for free. I've actually been invited to speak in Japan first quarter next year, hmm. which is going to be amazing. You know, a, as an American, we're like celebrities when we go overseas. Right. They're just crazy, but especially if you have a military background and you're American, it's like, they, they want to spend money. They just throw their, their wallets at you. It's crazy. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So for that, that first, um, that first talk that you gave, what, what, it, what was the talk about and how did you kind of figure out what were you, what you were going to talk about? Um, it was actually a, a, uh, an association of real estate, um, mm. agents. And really I, I was able to pitch and I didn't know what, what to sell. And uh, so I went through and I'm like, what can I sell? It's easy. I, you can't sell, you know, a managed services agreement from the stage. You just can't do it. So it had to be something that was going to be tangible, something where the, the pricing was going to be understandable. And I was going to be able to show a direct benefit to, to these business owners. And I went through and I, 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 I stumbled a lot. I was still doing my PowerPoint about 15 minutes before I went on stage. <laughs> I did all this stuff wrong, but it, yeah. it, it worked out very, very well for us. Um, I wound up selling um, like 12 contracts, and it, it was just amazing. Um, so, what was what was the um, what was the service that you you kind of led with? It, it was our managed firewall. Um, okay, we do um, our own firewalls in house. Um, if you look at last month's Channel Pro, there's actually an article I did about it where we leverage an untangled firewall, but we put like a military spin on it. We deliver it in like a military grade case, like one of those cool looking bulletproof things. And uh, we kind of play up the whole military thing with it. And we sell it nice. with, you know, a full package with monitor, 24 seven monitoring and all that for $4.99 a month. 
if they just want the firewall and maintenance and all that, and they don't care about as, as much as 24 seven monitoring, we usually sell for like two ninety nine a month. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we sold those on a 24 month contract and we sold 12 of them. So, so then was the, uh, was that talk, um, about just that or was, what, what was the actual talk about? Okay. So, uh, typically how I do it when I sell from the stage is I go in, it's all story based. I, I, I talked about my, uh, my backstory. I mean, I only had 15 minutes. I, I spent three minutes on my backstory about five minutes on, uh, just what they should look for, both from a firewall perspective and, and just working with their IT guy, what kind of stuff they should look for, you know, a couple of gotchas, stuff like that. And then I said, at, at the center of any good IT plan, you need a solid firewall. And I went in, I didn't really pitch it much. I, I, I gave them a couple direct benefits of, of what they were going to be able to do with it. I didn't, I didn't talk about speeds and feeds and, uh, you know, IDS and this and that. I just, I tried to put it in business language as best I could. And they bought it. I, I literally, I saw five people initially get up and go to the back of the room. And then slowly as they started, I noticed other people starting. And our final number was 12, and it was amazing. Nice. And how many people were in the in the crowd? Uh, about 60. One? So I got about 20% okay. of the room. Nice. Very good. Uh, and what um, what was the uh, the theme of the event itself? Um, it was just like a business growth kind of thing. Right. Um, it was like a two-day event. I, I, I bought my way into the last 15 minutes before lunch on the second day. <laughs> nice. So... But, uh, it worked wow. out. So, um, you know, a lot of folks listening, uh, and like you said, you know, a lot of us are kind of introverted and, and are, are scared of public speaking. Uh, and uh, as you know, you see the statistics, like people are more scared of public speaking than there are of, you know, death. And right. <laughs> uh, so uh, what, how did you personally get over that fear? And, and how would you recommend others do that? Um, my, my biggest thing was just, having my my signature talk prepared at all times uh, i'm i'm a maniac like i'll be driving down the road i'll be in traffic and i'll be i'll be doing my speech right then and there to, to my dashboard and it, it just it becomes muscle memory at that point where you know you know your transitions where it's going to go from story to content content to close and, and all all those sort of things so it becomes more natural and i find that by doing it that way and I know what I'm going to say, even if I trip up a little bit, even if something happens, I immediately just snap back into it because it's memorized at that point. Hmm. You know, if you're not an extrovert, if you're not Mr. Personality, going up there and ad-libbing is terrible. I've <laughs> done it. But, but if, if you have it where you know it and you've practiced it and you're just comfortable with it, it, it just puts you in a much, much better place. And then how, how are you with, um, or what's your thoughts on, you know, the slides, the PowerPoint slides? I know a lot of people say, don't, don't fill the PowerPoint slides with, with all this, your talking points, just a couple main points, or do you have any kind of tips to make that more interesting? Yeah, absolutely. What, what I do is, and this is a tip I learned from my mentor, all of my slides are, are there just to keep people um, from, from kind of zoning out. Um, all my pictures as you go through through your presentation, they're, they're supposed to, most of our pictures or graphics designed to evoke a specific emotional response based on where I am in my speech. Hmm. But when I talk about, you know, how I struggled before I, you know, at certain points in my story, 
you know, the pictures represent that. When I talk about my military background, you got a picture of me right after basic training. And, and all that sort of stuff that's designed to, you know, get them an emotional state they need to be in for certain parts of, of the presentation and also to, to connect with me and to build rapport. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And, and, you know, sometimes like if I'm watching someone give a presentation and I get distracted for a minute and I look back, I'll look to the slide to see like, you know, where are we in the talk or what's the right. main thing he's talking about. And so it kind of helps people just get oriented, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but you definitely, and I, it seems like you're on board with this is you don't want, you know, every single thing you're saying to be on the slide, right. like you're just reading like yeah. it's a teleprompter basically. How do you feel yeah. about having like note cards and stuff? Do you do that? Um, I do depending because some, like I said, my signature talk, I always have memorized. What's not always the same is what I'm actually pitching that day. Right. So I do have some notes on that because what I like to do is sometimes, you know, th there've been times when I got called to do a speech where it's like, Hey, we had a person cancel in three days. We need a speaker. Do you want yep. the stage? And you always say, yes, you make it work somehow. Right. And what I like to do at that point is I talk to the producer. I say, okay, who's your audience? Who am I speaking to? And I try to find commonalities in that audience that I, I can I can pitch to. There was another real estate event I went to that wasn't just business owners. It was just all agents. And I really couldn't mm -hmm. sell MSP because half of them worked for a big company. Half of them worked for themselves. Half of them were just, you know, single PC operations. And so... They sent me the attendee list, and I'm like, what am I going to pitch you? What am I going to do? And I realized real estate agents are really used to seeing their picture and their name everywhere. And I noticed half of them had like Yahoo addresses, half of them had AOL addresses. And I'm like, let me pitch them on a prestige package for their name. So we put did like a little one-page uh, website, got them an Office 365 account, registered a domain in their name, and they thought it was the coolest thing. And then we threw in some other tech stuff that they didn't care about, like an MSP plan for one computer, that kind of stuff. But, you know, that was another one we were very successful with. And it, we called it like, uh, like the, uh, I forget what my topic was. It was like, how to increase your, your brand's reputation, you know, making these three changes to your technology. And people loved it. It's like, oh, I get a domain with my name and I have a website now. It was cool. That's <laughs> the simple, the things that are so simple to you could just right. blow, blow it, the mind of someone who isn't in this world. It, exactly. And you uh, just, you have to look for those commonalities among your audience. Now, if yeah. you're holding your own event, you can, you can market and attract, a, you know, a certain group of people, a certain industry. But when you're going to these other events where someone else is organizing, sometimes you have to do your homework a little bit. Right. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, so if, you, if, uh, you know, you're, we're ready to, to start speaking more in public, where do we go to find the opportunities and how do we get our foot in the door to these places? Um, a couple places I like to check is my office, for example, is in the seventh largest industrial park in the, in the nation. So they have a whole association that's designed to bring opportunities. So they have trade shows, they have quarterly meetings, all sorts of things where they're looking for presenters anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. If you're headlining at the trade show, you can get like a 90 minute slot. It all depends. And obviously if you're starting out, you have to start out small. I would look for, you know, networking events. Another great one is meetup.com. There's a lot of events on there. Um, you could post a speaker profile on thumbtack.com. You know, there's a lot of different places, even LinkedIn. There's, you know, you see, a lot of people who are 
posting, you know, that they're going to events. You look up the event, you see when it is. And, and if you're a speaker, a lot of times they're looking for more speakers. Sometimes you do have to pay to play. It's a little investment. But once you get to a point where you know you're going to make your money back, right now I'll pay $5,000 to get on stage because I know I'm going to make my money back. So it all depends. You just got to build it up. Interesting. Yeah. So um, are there like, uh, I I guess you would want to look for, now, now do you focus on industries like you were talking about, real estate, um, those type of events, or are there other, like, I guess you don't want to go to IT events because you're, most of us aren't pitching to other IT owners. We're looking right. for like where our customers would be. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's mostly, there's a lot of like business growth uh, events and, right. you know, even if you went to uh, like, like around here, they have a incubator that has events and they have like a yearly tech day and, and everyone that's going there is looking for tech or they're selling tech, but there's a lot of good prospects in the audience who they want to go and see what's out there. So, so that's a good one as well. Cool. So if you could talk to your, you know, few years ago self who was just getting started in public speaking and give yourself any advice or any warnings or maybe some encouragement, what would you, what would you say? Um, I would say it's definitely not as scary as it everyone yeah. makes it out to be. Just as an example, I was out at the ASCII event in California at the beginning of the year and I've been asking member for eight years and they're like, Hey Frank, can you jump on stage and, uh, you know, talk about being a member. And I, I took that microphone. And I didn't want to get off that stage. You get to the <laughs> point where you're on stage, you have a mic, everyone's focused on you. And it, it's a it, rush. Yeah, it really, really is. Yeah. Um, so, so just the hardest part is making that initial just leap of faith where you say, this is something I'm going to do. I'm going to try it out. If I fail, I fail. And everyone goes through that, you know, that, those baby steps where you're going to stumble. You're going to, you're going to forget your presentation halfway through or all sorts of stuff. But you just got to know that at the end of that, you're going to get to this point where you're going to be bringing prospects on and it's going to get easier and easier. And honestly, as it gets easier, the opportunities get bigger and bigger. I spoke at the NASDAQ has headquarters in New York City a couple of weeks ago, and, and that was amazing. Very cool. You know, it, it, it was just, it was a chance for me to put myself on a stage that's prestigious. I got my picture on the Jumbotron in Times Square. It was amazing. Nice. And, and you know, my, my, my high school friends who knew me as a shy, quiet Dungeons and Dragons dork <laughs> couldn't believe I was on, you know, Times Square's Jumbotron. But it, it's amazing the transformation nice. go through. And my clients see that, my prospects see that, now I made that big centerpiece of my marketing. I raised my rates by 20%, nobody even blinked an eye. So maybe I need to raise them more. So, right. you know, yeah. you add a little prestige to your, to your business when you, when you do those types of events. Right, exactly. It's all about building like that that authority where it's like, oh, maybe yeah. we should listen to Frank when he says we need <laughs> to buy this. And right, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Look, I'm at Nasdaq, so nice. So you talked about um, you're going to start uh, ramping up your public speaking a lot and do like a little tour across the country. Can you yep. talk a little bit about about what that's going to entail and what your plan is for that? Sure. Um, I'm writing my third book. It's called Unleveling the Field, How to Leverage Technology as a Competitive Advantage for Your Business. Mm. And what we're really going to do is I'm going to do a speaking tour, which includes a book signing at probably about, let's say, 10 or 15 um, initial stops. We're going to see how it goes. It's really, I'm not even making money on, on the book so much as to just 
meet prospects, you know, shake hands and, and see how it goes. Part of what I'm pitching, I am going to be selling. I haven't decided if I'm going to sell like a network assessment or, or what I'm going to be selling yet. Because honestly, if we're doing doing them back to back one or two a month, I don't want to get overwhelmed for my team. Yeah. But I really do have to kind of figure that out. Or we definitely want to leverage it. We're spending a lot of money on it, so I do have to make money on the back end somewhere. We so are these that, yeah. are these events you're putting on? Mm-hmm. So yeah. how do you how do you find the venue and how do you find the people to actually come to these events? Yeah. All right, so so the venue is easy. Every single thing we want to do is we want to do something at an interesting spot. I went to a, an industry event a couple of weeks ago. It was at Top Golf in New Jersey, and it was amazing. I'm like, we need to do this kind of stuff. So we're actually looking at baseball stadiums, football stadiums, hmm. doing the kind of thing where you invite a bunch of business owners out, you talk to them for a little bit, they spend some money, then they get to go watch the game. Gotcha. Make it make it a destination, not just a. Oh, let me go listen to this guy talk about you know cybersecurity. Kind of right. Um, and and really, the the schedule is ours. Like I said, I hired a marketing manager who has some event experience, but we're kind of figuring this out as we go, quite honestly. Right. And we're going to try a couple different things, a couple different formats, and really see see what works. As far as getting butts in seats, um, one thing we've had a lot of success with in the last three to six months is Facebook ads, and, and we feel that we will be able to use Facebook ads to really fill up these uh, events. Mm. I've already done two events where I used Facebook ads in addition to uh, the producer I was actually putting on the event. We weren't in charge of it, but I still want to make sure there was good prospects in the audience. And it, it was pretty good. We were getting people to sign up and show up for less than like $5 a piece. Nice. And are, are they paying to get in or is it just a, it's a free? It's a free event. Thing. Okay. Lunch is included. And a baseball game, football game, who's going to say no to that? Right. We just obviously have to be careful with who we're targeting. We right. don't want to just invite anyone. But nowadays with all the information on LinkedIn and, and all that, and that's another good tip. If you're a veteran, you can get a LinkedIn free premiere profile. And it's oh. amazing. You don't even pay for it. I didn't know that. I'm going to yep. have to look into that. Yeah, do a Google okay. search on it. I, I signed up and it's it's amazing. And uh, we, we highly leverage LinkedIn to... Uh, to really uh, build our list. Oh, that's good to know. Um, great. So why, why don't we wrap things up with um, learning a little bit about uh, this new venture, this MSP speakers uh, that you got going on and you, you just started up a Facebook group for that uh, MSP public speaking rock stars. I think this is great because we were talking about this earlier where, you know, uh, public speaking is, is something that, that is, can be very, uh, you know, very um, effective and uh, very exciting and fun at the same time. But not a lot of MSP owners and IT services business and computer repair shops are doing these types of things. And I think more of them should be. And and so it sounds like you're kind of trying to put together some resources for these folks. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? All right, absolutely. So our Facebook group, it's basically just a place for all of us to collect, share war stories. If you're setting out as a public speaker, it's some place to come, get that little bit of encouragement you're going to need. You know, if, if you want some advice, we're, I'm in it all day. My marketing manager is in it all day. Say, hey, I'm going to this event. What do you think we should do? Or, you know, what, what do you recommend marketing to get people if I want to host a lunch and learn? That kind of stuff we answer in it. And it really is a great group. It's still in its infancy. We're at about 80 members, but we're growing, you know, slowly but surely. And uh, really, you know, that's going to be a, a great place for you to go. Now, yeah. 
for the, for the MSP speakers, our website's mspspeakers.com. You go there, we actually have a quick start guide to public speaking where I lay out the basics that um, everyone's going to need. You, you give us our email, your email, and we, we lay out for you, you know, the certain steps you need to take, which is basically all the information I learned from all my expensive mentors. And I kind of distill it for the MSP crowd because a lot of public speaking training, you know, it, it's, it's a complex industry we're in. You know, like I said, you can't sell an MSP contract from the stage, but there are certain things you can do to sell, still sell from the stage, get those clients, get your foot in the door. Because once somebody takes out their credit card and spends money with you, they're a lot more likely in the future to buy from you again. And we, we're all about facilitating that initial sale, whether it's a managed firewall, whether you're selling a network assessment, whatever it is, you get that initial sale, you make you, you over deliver, you absolutely over deliver, wow the heck out of them. And then you have your foot in the door and, and you have prospects that are actually paying you to be prospects for your MSP plan. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been really good. Yeah, I, I love I love public speaking because you know uh, there there's two things I know about myself is that anytime I can get in front of my prospects or my potential customers and actually talk to them face to face in person, uh, my chances of closing some kind of sale skyrocket. That's so much better um, than you know through email or through you know any any other medium. Um, that's one thing. Number two is I'm not. A very good networker, right? And, and right. I know a lot of us aren't like going up to someone and initiating conversation and and trying to figure out, you know, how to how to get that conversation going and then turn that into a sale is kind of awkward. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're actually speaking in front of a crowd, you're you're supposed to be talking and you're supposed right. to be pitching, and it, it just makes that whole thing so much more convenient. So it solves both of those big problems right off the bat. So I, I'm, you know, I, I can't recommend you know public speaking enough and learning how to do it well. And I love that you have a, a system and a service here that can help people out. And the Facebook group is great because there's not really a place you can go to get kind of tips and tricks about that as well. So I definitely recommend folks checking both of those things out. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Cool. So, um, yeah, so I, I think that a lot of great tips. Uh, I Hopefully people have come away from this episode with a renewed um you know, understanding and appreciation for uh, what public speaking can do um, uh, for, you know, IT services businesses. And, uh, and I hope to see a lot of you guys getting out there and speaking more, uh, getting out of your comfort zone a little bit and, uh, and take it from two introverts. <laughs> it's, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's scary at first, but it's a rush once you get into it and, and you become addicted to it. Um, and it's a lot of fun. So any, any parting words of, of wisdom or, or anything you have for folks before we take off? No, like I said, I, I want to see you guys get those wins and I want you to come into our Facebook group and share them because when you get those wins, you inspire all your other peers and all your friends to do the same thing. And it's, it, it's contagious. It's really amazing. Um, I, uh, one last closing question. And that is, do you know anyone um, in your, you know, circuit of public speaking or, or going to these events, anyone you think would be a good uh, guest on this show? Maybe I could bring on. Um, I public speaking or just no. anything for it services, marketing, uh, even just absolutely. marketing. One, one thing I, I love, one thing that's really helped my uh, MSP is the book traction. And uh, a friend of mine, Brett Jaffe, he used to be with OS 33 actually became a traction uh, EOS implementer. And uh, I, we had a call the other day 
and he's got a lot of good tips for MSPs. He used to own an MSP. So if you're looking oh, cool. for all the backend stuff like financials, building a marketing plan, building an organizational chart, all those type of business development sure. things, yeah, he, he's the guy to talk to. He's a really good guy, and he's also another veteran as well. Oh, great. What was his name? Brett Jaffe. Brett Jaffe. Okay, yep. That's a name I haven't heard, so definitely look forward to, to meeting him. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks so much for being a guest on the show today. Uh, lots of great information, and we'll have to have you back after your tour to see how that went. All right, absolutely. <laughs> I look forward to it. Give, uh, give us some lessons learned on that one. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for this episode. Before we head out, just want to give a shout out to our second sponsor, and that is my baby, Tech Site Builder. This is the service that you can use to build your computer business website the right way. We give you everything you need, nothing you don't, make it very easy for you to get a website up quickly and make sure it's effective. So a lot of times the trap you'll run into if you go to the other website platforms, um, some of them are free, some of them are not. Or if you try to install WordPress and build your own website, if you can get bogged down in all the different choices you have, all these different plugins, all these different um, you know ways of doing things, all these different themes you can install. And you get bogged down in that and you don't actually get to what the purpose of in the was in the first place, which was to have a website for your business. And really what your website needs to do is give the basic information about your business, and then collect leads. Really, your website is a lead generation machine, or it should be. And that's kind of what TechSite Builder is built to do. It makes it very easy for you to build your website on our platform. And then uh, you know we take care of all the security, the speed, the SEO, so you can focus on just generating great content for your website and then going off and you know being a business owner. Uh, and you don't have to worry about the website. Um, so that's kind of the the benefit. And then, of course, if you don't have time to build out the website yourself, we do have additional services, optional services that you can purchase called concierge services, where we will do all of the heavy lifting for you. So we'll build out your website. We'll create your blog posts and your pages and uh, and do all of your SEO stuff as well. Uh, so, But we give you that choice. So if you want to do it all yourself, you can. Or we can do it all for you, but it's all there available for you at Tech Site Builder. And once again, we do integrate uh, with Tech Reputation, and we've got some other integrations coming down the pipe here pretty soon. So uh, you're going to be able to. The, the cool thing about Tech Site Builder being built specifically for computer business owners is that we integrate with only the tools you care about. So again, if you go off to those other services, they integrate with everything under the sun, stuff that you don't use or that you don't care about. So with Tech Site Builder, you'll be able to integrate with the tools like Tech Reputation that matter to your business and that you can use as an IT services business. So um, all that stuff uh, should be a, a good reason for you to check out Tech Site Builder if you know your website is old, outdated, or you're just tired of managing it yourself. Head on over to Tech Site Builder. Check it out, and we do have a, th a free 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, so if for whatever reason you're not happy with the service, we'll, you know, no questions asked, we'll give you a refund. But we think you'll be happy with the service, and you'll be able to build yourself uh, a nice, professional, clean, effective website for your computer business. So check that out at techsitebuilder.com. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Let's keep the conversation going. Head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and find this episode. Uh, this is episode 54. And then leave some comments in the show notes page there. You can find all the links to all the things we talked about in this episode. Uh, and you can also you know, let us know what you think about it. Start a conversation in the comment section there. 
on the website. Also, don't forget to join us in the Facebook group. Just go to techsitebuilder.com slash group, and that'll take you to the Computer Business Marketing Facebook group where you can ask questions, get answers, provide advice all around marketing for your IT services business. Finally, if you listen to the show on iTunes or Stitcher, I'd love to hear uh, your reviews. Uh, So definitely head on over there and leave us, uh, you know, however many stars you think it's worth and let us know what you think about the show. Um, Every review that you leave helps the show better get found on those uh, on those platforms. And finally, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Tech Reputation and Tech Site Builder. Thank you for checking out the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Mm